Welcome to the Abundant Life Podcast, bringing you encouragement and challenging believers to spiritual change and growth by applying biblical principles to everyday life. And now your hosts, Sasso Mendez and Ben Ariano. Welcome everybody to the Abundant Live Podcast. This is episode number 46 and I'm good here with my good friend and faithful servant in the faith, Sasso Mendez. What's up, Ben? What's up, brother? We just had dinner tonight. <laughs> A little disappointing. A little disappointing. <laughs> I feel bad because every time we go, I feel like you have a bad experience there. You know, I, I, I just, I, it's, it just, it blows my mind, bro. Um, we ordered something very simple. Uh, the stuff, the special, the special. Of, <laughs> of the day, twice times two and two T's. I mean, that's pretty basic. Um, and I just don't understand. He, the, the gentleman, wrote it down. And what did he write down though? He I, wrote down chicken parmesan. That's what he wrote down. But we ordered chicken Alfredo or or, or fettuccine Alfredo. Sorry. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I'm not sure how we ended up with. Uh, well, I even reiterated to him that it was an email that I received earlier. Maybe they don't keep him abreast of what they're doing there. But so it was, he has no idea. It was written on. He, he had to see that board all day long. Maybe not. I don't know. Does he know how to read? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. What does he write down? You know, that's what I'm, that's what I'm wondering. I'm about to write down a one star review. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I mean, that's not the first time that that's a thing. It's it's here, here, and I guess here's what kind of you know was a little irritating, is you know when you mess up, and I know I in, in my business I mess up, and I you know we make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes, but make it right. You know, do the right thing, make it right. And uh, the guy told us, you know, hey, well, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna charge you what the special is, and uh, yeah, he did it. I mean, he 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 brought us the ticket. He said everything is gonna be just everything is what it would have been. We should look at the ticket, though. I don't know what he charged us. I mean, it was a good sized meal, but still. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, yeah, it, like he feels bad, but it's not enough at some point, right? But does he really feel bad? I mean, we were just watching the game right now. We're watching the Warriors and the uh, uh, who is it? The uh, Memphis. Yeah, the the Grizzlies, and you know, we saw somebody get fouled, and he really looked like a flop. You know, yeah, that so, was a flop. So, I mean, was that a flop over where? You know what I'm Maybe. saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> well, and then somebody else came in while we were there, and there was an issue that the owner had to kind of resolve. So, yeah. And then last time, he, we, Rebecca ordered the one mushroom pizza, and we got like four mushroom pizzas and no pepperoni. And then he said, I'm not going to charge you for those, and he did. Yeah, he charged us. Um, I, I just don't know how that got interpreted. I mean, he wrote it down immediately. I think he just wrote chicken parm specials. I think that's what he wrote. I guess next time you really have to say, can you repeat the order back? How do you blame the kitchen? He didn't blame the kitchen this time, though. That's true. He didn't blame the kitchen. Because he he didn't know what to do. He wished there was a hole in the ground that he could crawl into. That's what I thought. I don't know. Sometimes I wonder, though, is that, or does he just not care? And he acts like he cares, but he not care. At some point, you just think, we're not the first customers that he got the order wrong, right? Probably even today. And yeah. so you think after so many times of you screwing up, like, man. Well, he's I? not Jimmy Neutron. We know that. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's not the boy genius. <laughs> so they had another lady there that that kind of was slow on the tee, but most people are. Yeah. But she got her order right. Um, but I thought she was taking that guy's place. But she's Was that the lady that when uh, he messed Rebecca's order up for the mushroom pizza? No, this is a different lady that was working. She was brand new. She's like, please come back. It's my first day. Oh, man. And then I don't know what happened to her. I thought he was gone, but apparently he's he's well and alive there at the restaurant. I just don't know how you survived that, man. That's pretty bad. 
That's yeah, good. I, I don't know. It's not good. not good for business, man. Well, it's a brand new business, right? We went from our Grazianos, our beloved Grazianos, to disappointment. Went, went downhill pretty, pretty I think the food down. is, I mean, the pizza's a little bit better if you get the right pizza. <laughs> that's the problem, yeah. right? If you get the right order. Right. And that's, I mean, yesterday, just like I told you, I went to uh, Buffalo Wild Wings and, um, you know, this lunch special is pretty good. And I met Brian there and then they gave me the uh, the wings and I got two wings in and I realized they gave me the wrong order. And um, yeah, it's pretty hot, Ben. A little spicy. Man, I was sweating like nobody's business. Well, ghost peppers are the hottest pepper. They are among the hottest pepper. Um, I eat pretty, I considered myself to eat some pretty spicy stuff. And I think ghost peppers would even be hot for me. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. It just said hot, and the hot said there's ghost pepper. So I don't know if it's if there's a ghost, but it just because you look at the tab and you know, like you put a water burger, they put no mayo or something, oh, right, right, a tag. Right. That's in the. I looked and I looked at the tag. I thought because she's like, oh, you're a regular, so she brought me my tea. She right, knew me, right, right, right. So I figured like she knew my order. Like oh, maybe she got me the honey barbecue wings instead of, but the honey barbecue wings turned out to be honey um, mango habanero, mango habanero, and then the medium turned out to be hot. So yeah, it was. It, <laughs> I was like, I was at work and I talked to Rebecca on the phone. Like she called me like at five or something. I told her that my like you know my lips is uh, the ring of fire, and uh, she, and then the lady heard me over there like another manager. She came over and started laughing. She's like, man, I was cracking up talking to your wife. Like you got the ring of fire over here. I go, I just didn't stop cooling down to like thirty minutes ago. Oh my goodness, I had like six teas. <sighs> Well, it doesn't cool it off. It no, does. It, it doesn't does help. Not. It just it makes you more like full. It, yeah, it seemed like it just made it hotter. It does. It it, it really does. And stupid me, I'm like, I kept eating it just to make sure it was hot. Like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then at the end, I was not, trying not to get the you know my lips to touch the the wing because it was so hot. Sometimes that happens to me. I'll, I'll eat some uh, chips and salsa. It's also being pretty hot. Um, and for some reason, you just you don't stop. It just keep and it gets hotter and hotter, and you just keep. I don't know. It's kind of weird. It was bad. It was bad. I should have known because the chicken wing was dark. Different color. It's a different color. It wasn't that light color. It was dark. So there was, I don't know. It was like the, uh, you know, put that pozole paste or something. Not pozole. You know, um, you know what I'm oh, talking about? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. The, hot, they, the chili paste or whatever. Where they put that in the, yeah. I forget what it's called. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. In Mexico, they have chocolate and all kind of flavors. Mole. Mole, thank you. Yeah, yeah. That it color, like, that dark. Oh, that's what it looked like. Okay. Oh, man, yeah, it was yeah, fire. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to redeem it, you know, and I'm like, maybe I'll go to, re- you know, go back to get it, you know, make sure. But And I told the lady and she was like, oh, sorry about that. And she laughed and then that was it. <laughs> she didn't offer to cop me or help me. She just like, yeah, huh. too bad. Yeah, too bad. You yeah. got, you got what sorry. Said you. And then she blamed her manager. Oh, My wow. manager must have grabbed the wrong order. Did you look at your thing when you got it? I'm like, well, I expect you to bring the right order. I didn't yeah. really look at it. I just started, I'm not going to examine yeah, it. Started smashing it. <laughs> Let's examine. Yeah. I'm going to this hot or just going <laughs> to. If it's going to be hot later in about four hours, you know, I don't know. I mean, but yeah, it wasn't a good experience. So two days in a row, Ben, the order has not been right. Is not. I don't know that he's got it right ever since I've gone. I mean, I've only been a couple of times with you. Yeah. We always make sure that he repeats the order because um, the neurons aren't firing all in there. Something's not fine. He should give us the pad and then we can write it down. You know what I mean? <laughs> Bring the little uh, electronic uh, order thing. And order it straight from the kitchen. Right. Because he usually blames the kitchen. Oh, the kitchen got it. I told him pepperoni. <laughs> you look at his pad, it says three mushrooms. <laughs> like, bro, come on, man. Yeah, oh, he's something my. else. So, yeah, yeah. that's not a good experience in the taco talk today. We do uh, Miss Graziano's. Keith, if you're listening, Keith, come back. Keith, come back. Maybe come back. Yeah, I got 20% <laughs> stake in your new restaurant. I'll help you. 
<laughs> I'm vested. Oh, my goodness, man. Better than my 401k. Fun. I put it in chicken wings. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. Yeah, good times. But other than that, I mean, it's uh, you said you've been having some good breakfasts lately. and Yeah, I've been on a breakfast kick. I don't know why I've been on a, 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 a biscuits and gravy kick. And um, so I didn't, I didn't make homemade biscuits or anything. I bought the kit biscuits in the can, you know, the ones that pop. And uh, but everything else. You, you know, made the gravy from scratch? No, that one was not from scratch either. I take it back. Yeah, so that's not. Did but you put sausage else. in there too? I or? did. Ooh. I did. I put some sausage in there. Some Jimmy Dean or Jimmy some? Dean, bro. Ooh, you know it. Nice. Yes, lots of sausage. Nice and creamy. Water and I, you know, because a lot of restaurants will serve the uh, gravy kind of, kind of lumpy, chunky, whatever. I like it a little creamy. You know, just kind of drizzle it on the. If I was a dating. That'd be my bio. <sighs> lumpy, chunky. It was good, man. <laughs> some hash browns and some eggs over easy and. Yeah. Well, the thing is, we made a lot of gravy. I didn't. I didn't anticipate it was going to make that much gravy. I made a whole bunch of gravy, so you know, that's kind of what we've been eating for. Yeah. What are you going to do? Right. For, for days. Like <laughs> My to, wife's like, I'm done with that. <laughs> oh, she doesn't like biscuits. She she does. She she just kind of doesn't like eating the same thing over and over. And me, I don't care. I could I could have had it all week long, and I'm good. I'm like every time I'm like, oh, this is the best breakfast. I just got to watch myself, bro. I go to Buffalo Ball Wings every you know every day. Oh yeah. Like I went oh, yeah. last week, and the girl's like, you're by yourself. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not. Like, no, I won't be if you gave me my food. I won't be by myself. So, yeah. I mean, I like to read or whatever. And yeah. I work with, the, you know, we don't have nothing else to do, so they gave us. We're, we're part of a book club now. So, yeah, very cool stuff. At so, least it looks like an interesting book. So, like Navy SEAL, how to lead and how to whatever. Is it? So, it's required reading. Yeah, kind of. Fallen told, you know what I mean? Ah, uh, okay. Like, you don't have to come to practice. But you'll never play. Right. Oh, okay. Better come You're going to ride the pine? Yeah, you ride the pine. So, you yeah. know, they're not voluntary reading. It's, gotcha. Because, like, hey, why don't you just read that before you go to bed? I'm like, yeah, that's the last thing I want to do is read about work before right. I go to bed. Right. Yeah. That's massage chair time. You know what I mean? I already have a date. So <laughs> I'm busy. I'm booked. No, no IG, no IG time anymore. No vacancy. Sorry. Yep. yep. So, yeah. Anyway, I think we have a good topic, Ben, to go deeper into some things that have happened in the last couple of weeks, yeah, uh, particularly been, in your life. It's been a, a, a exciting, so to speak, uh, 2023 That's so far. one way to say it. Yep. So, um, yeah, let's uh, let's jump into some content. Before we get into the content, um, we're still uh, fundraising for the camera. And um, I just want to give a shout out to Georgie. She's one of our, our big supporters, and she's awesome. And um, just thank you for uh, just being being a, a constant supporter of us and... and um, just it's an encouragement and so we want to thank you but we still got the uh the camera fund going um what's really cool is i i, I think i mentioned this a little bit earlier to you i i talked to a um a videographer and i was asking him hey you know what what would you recommend for uh, a camera you know we got this little podcast studio or whatever we need something kind of wide angle uh and so he made a recommendation and so what the, the good news is is we're, we're getting really close to 65 percent. yeah we're about 65 percent to having what what we really want for the camera. So we had a, we had a pretty big goal. Um, and I had probably stretched it out a little bit just because I was going to throw in some lighting and you know, whatever. Um, at this point I just, I'd love to just get a camera. Um, but we're getting pretty close. And so we have a, we have a camera in mind. We want to get, uh, once we get the camera, I'm going to work with the videographer to see, uh, what kind of lens we're going to get. And, um, I'm hoping I'm kind of guesstimating the price. I really don't know in my head, but, uh, hopefully it's not too, too expensive, but we're getting really close. So thank you for those of you, you who have donated. Uh, and if, uh, if you have not donated, uh, would you consider donating? And, um, uh, if anything, would you, would you just pray with us? And, uh, we just, we just want to make our video experience a little bit better. 
Um, we, right now we're using we're using an iPhone. Uh, when we use my iPhone, it uh, for some reason <laughs> cuts the video off at. I don't know. Know if I don't have enough storage room, know. or I'm not. I'm not quite sure why it cuts off. Uh, so we've been using uh, Sasso's phone, which is a little bit newer model. Um, but uh, we'd like to just have a, a dedicated camera, the nice DSLR camera that get, gets really good video. So um, and I have two people that have said they're going to give. So well, we're waiting yeah. on that. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. We get we get some commitments, which is cool, and hopefully they come in. And, uh, you know, the Lord's going to work it out. And even like our topic today, we're talking about the sovereignty of God and, you know, God, God has a plan. And so we're, we're just, uh, we're just here for the, for the ride. So, um, anyway, so if you, if you would consider donating, if not pray, you can visit us at abundantlife.fm on the upper right hand corner. There is a donate button and you can donate right, right there, right on the website. And while you're on the website, you can check out our old, uh, podcast episodes. Uh, we have a archive of them there. And we also have on the lower right hand corner, you'll see a little icon of a taco. We do re- we do have some recommendations on there. Ooh. And I just thought about it tonight. You know, Are you going to update that one? I'm going to have to update because we, <laughs> we have Graziano's on there and uh, we're going to have to take that one off. And um, sorry, poppies, you're not going on there. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe you will. Maybe we will just give them a one, one taco review. I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure what we'll do with that. A small street taco. <laughs> so, um, though, so anyway, you can also visit us at uh, on Facebook. We have our Facebook page, Instagram, and we are on Twitter as well. Um, if you're watching us on YouTube, hello YouTube, uh, would you consider subscribing to our YouTube channel? Um, and if this uh, if this episode's uh, a blessing to you, would you just uh, hit that like button? And uh, with that, with that said, we're going to jump in today's topic, which. Uh, We've entitled "Can We Really Trust God?" Mm. and uh, so this is going to be a it's going to be a, a really powerful topic. I think as I was um, kind of jotting down notes and thinking about things, I, I think um, I, I hope this is going to be a blessing for for many of you. Uh, I know it's something that God has been working. I think I gave a testimony at uh, Freedom That Lasts um, several weeks ago that that's kind of what the Lord has been really working with me back in 2022, but uh, even into 2023, it's it's still there. Um, you know, God's, God's just trying to teach me that I've got to trust him. Um, and so we're going to kick off with, uh, Webster's 1828 today. I'm going to let Sasso uh, kick us off and, uh, we'll, we'll jump in. All right. Uh, sovereign supreme in power, possessing supreme dominion as a sovereign ruler of the universe. And I'll do the key verse. And then Ben will uh, talk about his experience. Uh, Psalm 147 verse five, great is our Lord and of great power. His understanding is infinite. So, um, yeah, I want to. I want to give a, a testimonial. Uh, it's kind of a. Uh, it's a very deep testimonial. I'm going to cover certain things just uh, for various reasons. I'm not going to go uh, super deep, um, but basically, what had happened uh, earlier this year is uh, my my business partner and I had decided to um, schedule some time uh, to do some planning for the year. Uh, just you know, kind of some some goals we want to set for the year for the business and that kind of thing. And so uh, we we kind of planned when to do that, and so uh, I went ahead and booked a flight up to uh, to the Denver area. He's up in the Denver area, and uh, so yeah, I made my trip out there uh, a couple of weeks ago, a couple of weeks back, and um, upon arrival, uh, you know, um, it was just apparent my my business partner just wasn't doing well um, health wise. Uh, a couple of things going on in his life uh, right now, some trials in his life. Uh, so to speak. And again, I'm not going to go deep into any of that, but um, so that was kind of bothersome to me. Just, you, you don't like to see um, loved ones or, or, or friends that are 
um, in a trial or in a testing or in a um, whatever you call it, a, a trial of life, I guess, um, you know, hurting. And um, so that was kind of a um, kind of the first thing that hit me when I got to Denver. Unfortunately, it was, um, you know, not too good and whatever. So we uh, ended up spending most of the day together and and uh, we ended up going to dinner that night and went back to his, his apartment and we, you know, chatted for a little bit and then off to bed. And, and I got to be honest that night, I just, I didn't, I couldn't sleep very well. Um, was up most of the night, uh, just thinking about things and just, um, trying to process some things. And then in the morning I woke up and I got ready and I, uh, <clears throat> I was kind of waiting for my, my business partner to wake up. He had uh, slept in a little bit and, um, it turned out I just, I got hungry. So, mm-hmm. uh, his apartment complex requires uh, like a key fob to get in. So um, I thought, man, I, you know, he's, it doesn't seem like he's going to get wake up in time. So I'm getting kind of hungry. So what I did is I just packed up everything, all my, my laptop and, you know, I packed pretty light cause I, I was only going to be there two days. So I had basically one backpack. So I just went ahead and put everything in my backpack. I figured I'll just take it with me. If, if he's not awake when I'm done eating, then I can head over to a, a coffee shop or something and I can jump on my laptop and do some work. So went ahead and got my stuff. I left and he lives like two minutes literally from uh, a shopping mall. And what I a thought, dream. I thought, you know, I'll pop over there. There's a food court. I'll find something to eat there. So went over, parked, uh, kind of, I kind of parked far just cause I had my, I had a rental car and I thought, you know, I'm just going to park out here and, and, uh, just, you know, maybe get, get some few steps. And, uh, so I was walking into the mall and, um, before I walked in, I called my wife, I called her just to you know, say good morning and stuff and just, uh, chat with her for a little bit, catch up. And, uh, we were, we were there for about 15 minutes. And, um, then we, uh, or, or I was there for 15 minutes, uh, talking to Diane and then I went into the mall and, uh, got some food. So I was probably in there a total of 30 minutes talking to her for 15. That's about 45 minutes. So 45 minutes in the mall, I come, I walk out, head to the car. And as I'm walking to the car, there's a guy parked next to me and he's like, oh, excuse me, sir. Uh, I think you just got broken into. And it took me a minute to process that. Like I, it, it just, it didn't sink in right away. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And I kind of walked over looked at uh, my door and my door was totally tampered with. They had pulled the uh, part of the cylinder out of the door. They popped it. And so I was like, man, this is real. Like somebody broke into the, and, I, and then right away I'm thinking, dude, my, my backpack. And sure enough, man, they, they, they jacked my backpack. They took it. So, um, at that point I was kind of like, I was kind of in shock. Like I, I wasn't, it's weird. I was, uh, you know, as I told you, I think, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't even, I didn't even get mad. I was just like shocked. And I felt, uh, the sense of like, like, uh, helplessness, you know, just you're, you're, you've been violated, you know, and it's just, it's just this weird feeling of violation, you know? Um, and, and it was a help, it was a helpless feeling, not a hopeless feeling. Um, but it was, but it, it was just, I was in shock. So we called, we called the police and, uh, police came in and, and, uh, he told us, Hey, yeah, this is the second call today. Same, same MO. And I'm thinking, man, someone's just going around hitting people. And I, you know, you feel like you're targeted because I parked kind of far and I even kind of tucked my bag before I, you know, went in, I tucked it, you know, kind of under the dashboard just to kind of hide a little bit. And I don't even know why I did that, but I did. It didn't help. And, um, so anyway, I gave the policeman the report and I'm thinking to myself, man, I just, I don't have anything now. Like I have all my stuff's gone. I can't do anything with my computer, my laptop, this whole, this whole trip is kind of pointless, you know? And so I start thinking in my mind, like, man, I should just 
book a flight and go home. Like why, you know, why continue, you know? And so that's kind of what I made up in my mind. So went ahead and called my business partner. He was awake and I went and told him bye and, uh, you know, booked my flight and I'm driving to the airport. And, uh, the weird thing <laughs> I'm driving to the airport and, um, um, uh, it's weird, you know, all these thoughts are going through your mind cause you're just, I'm, I'm still processing. I'm kind of still in shock I'm processing, you know, I'd already called Diane and told her and, um, it dawned on me. I'm like, uh, yeah, you have, uh, the find my app. So for those of you that don't know, Apple products have this app or this, the ability to track your devices. And so I thought, well, why don't I flip that out? So I'm on the freeway driving. I know don't, don't try this at home <laughs> kids, <laughs> but I pulled my, my phone out and, um, I, I, pulled out my fi and I'm like, or find my, and, uh, I noticed my laptop was, was pinging at a Walmart and I thought, well, I was there earlier today. Maybe it just picked up the last spot. I'm like, I didn't really think anything of it, but the cool thing is you're able to lock it. I can lock my device. They would have to have a password anyway to get in, but you can lock it even out additional security. So I went ahead and locked it. Didn't think anything of it. Kept on driving. I was on my way to turn in the rental. And as I was turning the, the, the corner where you turn to go to turn in your rental, I get a, I get a, a call on my phone. I usually don't answer calls that I don't recognize, but I knew it was a, it was a Denver number. And I thought, well, I better answer that. So I answered it and it was a police officer. And he said, Hey sir, uh, we, uh, we recovered your bag. And I'm thinking, you're kidding me. Are you serious? He's like, yeah, I got it. Everything's here. Laptop's here. You're good to go. I'm like, oh man. I go. I'm I'm at the airport. I'm like 40 minutes away. I'm about to fly out in an hour. There's no way I can make it back. He's like, well, he's like, you know, we'll we'll keep it here. You can whatever, come pick it up, or maybe you can even uh, have it shipped or something. I'm like, all right. So turned him out. Turned in my rental car. Jumped on the shuttle, and uh, and I flew home. And um, so got home and started thinking about it. And you know, all night I I kind of didn't sleep again. And woke up super early in the morning and I decided to really figure out what do I need to do? Do I need to go back to Denver and pick up my laptop or do I have them ship it? And I kind of did some uh, pricing comparisons and finally thought, no, you know what? That the risk of my laptop getting lost or damaged, I'm just going to fly up there and get it today. So booked my flight and uh, then I got up um, after that to, to get ready. I had I had woken Diane up and I said, Hey, I've got to run to Walmart, get up, grab a couple things. I said, Do you want to go? She said, Sure. So we went. And on the way to Walmart, uh, she starts looking through um through her news feed and she sees this headline that all flights are grounded. And I'm thinking to myself, well, you've got to be kidding me. Of all <laughs> days of the week, the flights are grounded today. And there was some kind of issue with the FAA and some some system, some security system or whatever, and they ended up having to ground a bunch of flights. And so I'm in Walmart and you, and and, you know, to call an airline, you can't even do that anymore. You have to, um, you, you really can't even talk to somebody. So I'm, I'm like chatting with somebody on my phone, like through a chat box. And I'm asking this lady like, Hey, is my flight still good to go? I mean, what do I do? I just booked it this morning and flights are apparently grounded. And she's like, yeah, the flights are good. You're good, good to go. And I'm like, you sure? And she's like, yeah, I'm like, all right. So come home. And, um, I really didn't pack anything. I didn't take anything cause I was going to go get, just go get my laptop. It was just a quick turnaround flight. And so get to the airport and, uh, sure enough, man, I, it, flights are good. Um, so I'm, I'm praising God. I'm like, thank you, Lord. Uh, you know, and, um, so I get on the plane and I'm, I'm texting a few people. Um, and, uh, I'm, I'm looking up a Bible verse cause I was going to send a Bible verse to somebody. 
And as I flipped open my Bible, uh, Bible app, uh, there's a guy sitting next to me and, um, he looks over and he's like, he's like, Hey man, that's a, that's the book right there, man. That's the good book. And I said, yes, sir. I said, that's the only book. I said, that's the book of truth. And, uh, so anyway, we got to chatting and, um, it's really cool. He's from Phoenix. And, uh, I, you know, I, I mentioned that just because, you know, through all of this, everything that happened as I look back in this whole ordeal, um, everything is orchestrated by God. I mean, God put that dude there on, on that plane to encourage me because I was encouraged the whole way to the back to Denver. And it was just a, it was a really cool conversation we had. Um, this, this guy that I met, I mean, he loves the Lord. He, he just had this um, radiance about him. Just, you, you could tell he loves God and he was happy to, we, I mean, we had a bunch of different conversations on different levels about, um, just church and the Bible. And I mean, it was just, it was really cool. And like I said, the Lord just put him there. Uh, it was just the, the timing of everything, put him right next to me. That's the thing too. I mean, with frontier, I flew frontier, uh, you can pick your seat or you don't have to pick your seat. If you pick your seat, you got to pay and I'm cheap. So I didn't. <laughs> and so, so the system just assigns you a seat. Um, just a random seat. Well, I, you say random, but then I think Lord, the Lord put me there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so it's, it's just, but it's not like uh, you get the middle. Right. Well, and it's funny because every time that I've done that, when I've flown with Frontier, they either put me on the aisle or they put me on the window. It's been cool. So why pay? Yeah. I just know there's no reason to pay. Although if I was flying with somebody, like if I was flying with Diane, I probably would pay just so that way we could sit together because otherwise they just mix you wherever. But anyway, man, so I just, I, I wanted to mention that it was just, it was a real encouragement. So anyway, get to, get to Denver, uh, go to the police station and I get my laptop and uh, finally make my my way home um, as I get on the plane in the evening. You know, it's just funny. You're uh, you're getting on the plane. I've never and I've never flown out of a out of an airport. that's you know where there's a cold climate. And so you know the <clears throat> the captain comes out on the speaker and says, "Hey, we're we're gonna get ready to fly out, but before we gotta we gotta get de-iced or whatever." And I'm thinking, de-iced? What are you talking about? Like, oh, the plane's iced over. I'm like, oh man, that's not good. <laughs> I don't even know what they use to de-ice the plane. Uh, yeah, the I, have, I don't know. What? They had these these machines that went out with these sprayers, and dude, they're just. I mean, spraying the plane down and I'm just in my mind, I'm like, oh, Lord, please get me home safe tonight because <laughs> it does. I, I don't know. Just every, the way everything is happening. I was like, anything could happen. And so um, I was just glad when I, you know, landed two feet on the ground here in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, praise the Lord. When I got to see my wife and I was home and everything was good to go. Um, it was it was quite an ordeal, um, you know, and like I said, it's it's just looking back on everything. It's just it's all orchestrated by the Lord. I mean, the Lord, he allowed those trials in my life. He allowed trials in, in, in my business partner's life. He allowed, um, you know, my laptop to get stolen. And then, and then apparently they, they found it. They, I don't know that they caught the it's guys. I don't think they caught the guys yet. You haven't uh, heard back anything? No, but, but they recovered most of my stuff. There was a couple of things that were taken out of my backpack, unfortunately, but, um, but I'm just thankful to the Lord that he, um, he protected me. I mean, uh, who knows? I mean, it could have it could have been a, a you know a, a robbery at gunpoint or something, you know. But um, just the way it all worked together, I don't know. I, and who knows? I, I may never know the full you know everything that goes on in the background uh, of all these stories. You don't know the different angles and things that the Lord's working out, you know. And maybe when we get to heaven, we'll we'll, we'll learn all of that. I don't know. Maybe. Um, maybe we'll get to watch the rerun, you know, and just see the every, replay. Yeah, what happened? You get to see all of everything else that's going on around you. Um, but and it's interesting because we had um, in FTL we had been going through 
this book, uh, Trusting God Even When Life Hurts by Jerry Bridges, and it's a really good book, and it, it, it covers a, a, a variety of different topics as to why you should trust God. Um, obviously, when life hurts, you're going to meet adversity in life. You're going to have trouble uh, in this lifetime. If, if you don't, then, yeah, I'm not sure if you're human. <laughs> but, that's, and that's where I say the rubber meets the road, right? Because I don't think anybody would say, can you really trust God? Like That seems like a rhetorical question. Um, but I think there's moments in your life, such as you were speaking about, that make you wonder, like, I can't believe this is happening. Like you said, I think when we were talking before, you said it was like you were in a dream. It was. And it wasn't. It, didn't, it seemed so surreal. It was. And yeah. in those surreal times of great testing, great trials, great adversity, um, I think in our mind, we would never say it out loud, but we say, can we trust God? Because yeah. it doesn't yeah. feel like we can. Yeah. Like he's betraying us. I'm going through the book of Job and my personal devotions now. <laughs> And mm. you see him, he even, and he was a very spiritual man. There were God said, have Adam. And even he came to the point where he's like, I've done nothing wrong. I don't, I'm righteous. Uh, and then God's like, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Were you yeah, here wait, when wait, I made the earth? Like, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, but we all come to that point when we were faced with tough adversity. Um, sometimes we blame the cook, right? Like the guy that we had at Graziano <laughs> Poppies. Right? He blames the cook and we blame God for what he's... Right. We'll say, yeah, I believe God is sovereign, but when it's time to trust in the sovereign God. It's sometimes hard to do. And, it, and it's funny because when, when all that was going down, I, it, that was one of the first thoughts that came to my mind was Job. And not that my trial was even close to Job's because Job lost, I mean, his, his loss was tremendous. I, I can't even imagine the, uh, the kind of loss he experienced. But it's funny, but, th- but that thought came into my mind like, wow, this is kind of just a little sliver of what Job uh, dealt with. And I'm just like, wow, that's just, it's insane. But yeah, it was surreal. It was, it was, it was like I was in a dream. Uh, never experienced anything just like a that. Bad dream for sure. Definitely. Um, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and uh, when we get back, we're going to talk about uh, a little bit more about the sovereignty of God. We're going to actually look to the scriptures and see what they say about this. So we'll be right back. Are you looking to apply God's truth in a practical way to your everyday life? Stay in the fight is a weekday devotional written by Sasso Mendez. This short three-minute read looks at a verse of scripture and applies it to life in a very real and transparent way. Sasa's blog-style writing is humorous, relatable, and a great way to align your thoughts with God's Word. Visit stayinthefight.online and subscribe to get notified by email when it releases each weekday. Stay in the Fight is a great way to keep God in your focus, and it's easy to share with others. That's stayinthefight.online. And we're back. So I, I wanted to kind of just go over um, what is, I mean, what does the scripture say about the sovereignty of God? I mean, there's, um, there's a lot of verses we can look to and um, we're going to do kind of, what do they call that back in uh, Sunday school when you're doing the, uh, the Bible uh, um, sword drills or yeah, there you go. Yeah. So get your fingers ready. Cause we're going <laughs> to Proverbs 16, nine, we're, we're going pro- to cover lots of, lots of scripture here, but we're going to start off with Proverbs 16, nine. This is the heart of a man plans his way, hmm. but the Lord establishes his steps. And I know we've, we've said this on many, uh, I think on various episodes, you know, if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I, I've thought of that. I even thought of that while I was out there uh, in Denver. It's funny that that thought came to mind too. Um, Proverbs nineteen twenty one says, "Many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand." Well, because you have like thoughts in your mind of how things will go or how things should go, um, but you have no idea. I mean, just I mean, not not to get into it. Um, 
in a deep way, but just, you know, 2000, I think it's 2009 Thanksgiving, you plan to go and have just a trip and it turned out to be tragic. Yeah. Um, and that's, yeah. A, we have an idea of what we want to do, but God ultimately knows the, the end of that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you can have it. It's funny cause you know, um, I'm a planner and you know, in fact, there's a saying, um, what is it? Uh, uh, um, action without a plan is only a wish or something like that. And I, I mean, I like to plan. In fact, that's why I was going out to, to Denver. We were going to plan for the year, you know, what, what are we going to do? What are our goals and that kind of thing? But, but yeah, you're right at the end of the day. Um, and we're, we're under the, the, uh, sovereignty of God and, and he's totally in control. Um, so I can plan all I want and it's not a bad thing to plan. No. Um, but that doesn't mean that that's exactly the way it's going to come out or the way it's going to finish. Um, Proverbs 21 30 says no wisdom, no understanding, no counsel can avail against the Lord. Um, and, and that kind of goes to speak to his, um, uh, what is it? Is it uh, omniscience, right? Is, is he's all wise. God is all wise. He knows, uh, the beginning from the end. I mean, he's creator of all. Um, there's, there's nothing that God can learn. I mean, he's, he, he just, he knows everything, um, which is a, it's a hard thing for even me to wrap my mind around. Um, you know, education is a, is a big thing for us. And, you know, we, we learn things on a daily basis. I know where I open my Bible in the morning and I learn something new almost every day. Um, it just, it's constant learning for us, but God doesn't, he doesn't learn anything. He knows everything. Yeah. Um, Ecclesiastes seven thirteen. consider the work of God who can make straight what he has made crooked. And I know we've talked about this in, on an episode here on the podcast, um, what I, I mean, it's, you can't, you can't make straight what he's made crooked. I mean, you, he, he, whatever he ordains is what it's going to be. I mean, there's nothing you can do mm-hmm. to change that. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Um, let's see. We have Lamentations 337. Who has spoken and it came to pass unless the Lord has commanded it. And again, just speaking to his sovereignty, Matthew 10, 29 are not two sparrows sold for a penny. And not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. I think this, I mean, if we look at this, Matthew, Matthew 10, or if we look, you know, um, towards Matthew 10, 31 in, you know, for all these, seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. But it talks about just the worry we have of raiment and food. Um, and I think in America, we don't really think about that too much because we're blessed with abundance of food. Oh yeah. Um, but I think there's going to come a day, even in America, where we're hitting, we're going to go for the skids, uh, where eggs are astronomically expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, Rebecca and I were just talking about things that we had planned for retirement. And we laughed because we said, you know, who knows if that's even going to be there, right? Mm-hmm. The savings and oh, all yeah. that. Oh, yeah. um, and we said, like, hey, we're not going to worry about it because we know that God will sustain us. God will be our provider. Um, that doesn't. The world changing doesn't mean anything to Christians, right? Because God is ultimately in control, not the government, even though I think this episode is good because I think we look at the government for a lot of things, for protection, for safety, and it's going to come a point where Christians are going to have to really look from whence that cometh their help, not so much from the government because the government is tries to play the role of a God, but it's, it's really, as we're going to find out here shortly, it's it's not what we think it is, but God says, Hey, are not two sparrows. So for, and I don't, right. your heavenly father does it. Well, it's like you work for an insurance company and, mm-hmm. and I mean, we're like the most insured people on the planet and you know, but, but it doesn't guarantee anything. It does not guarantee. I mean, your, your house can go up in a blaze still and, 
and what? And yeah, you can get paid back for it or get at least whatever. I mean, it brings you back to uh, make you whole. Yeah, make you whole. Yeah, but uh, but you can't. I mean, how do you plan for that? How do you plan for your house to? You, you just don't know what's going to happen. Are they going to really go out of business too? We don't know, yeah. and they maybe not be able to pay that claim. Exactly, we don't know. Oh yeah. Absolutely. But we so, don't say wonder worrying about it because we understand that God is sovereign. He's totally in control. Amen. Absolutely. John uh nineteen ten. And so this is uh this is cool because this is Jesus uh speaking here. This is uh just before the crucifixion. It says, So Pilate said to him, You will not you will not speak to me. Do you not know that I have the authority to release and authority to crucify you? And then I love this. Jesus answered him, You would have no authority over me. <laughs> All, at all, unless it has been given you from above, in other words, from God. Therefore, he who delivered me over to you has the greater sin. And so I just, I, I love that because um, it, it, this is, speaks to uh, Jesus went willing to the cross. Um, he could have called down a legion of angels to, to, to rescue him. And, and the people mocked him for that. They said, why don't you bring yourself down from that tree? And they mocked him, but yet Jesus willingly, he willingly went to that cross and nobody had authority over, over him to tell him to go up there. Um, and ultimately it was the sovereign will of the father, right? That he was carrying out and nothing could go against that, right. that will. No one could break it. Nope. Not even Pilate. And that's, that's laughable, right? To God, to mean. And, and, and the flip side to that, that's interesting. It says, therefore he who delivered me over to you has the greater sin. And it's funny because not funny, but it's interesting that, um, men are still responsible for that sin, even though that was the father's will. So it's really interesting. The two sides, you know, the will, you have the will of man and you have the sovereignty of God and the two. I think we have, right. He gives us that, that ultimate choice, that free will. Um, But then he says he can make all things together for good. And that's what he does with sin in life. Right. Um, That's what he does. Yeah. And the point is to glorify himself. I mean, that's the ultimate goal for, for what he's doing. Mm-hmm. J, uh, James four thirteen through 15 says, come now you who say today or tomorrow, we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For it is a mist that appears for a little time and then it vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. And again, this is talking about being presumptuous. I mean, we, we say things like this all the time, you know, Hey, I'll be there tomorrow or Hey, I'm going to, you know, do something, you know, and, and, and the reality is we don't know. You don't know. I mean, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago we had a gentleman in our church and he was, we were, we were in the middle of worship and he had a heart attack and he ended up, uh, I think he ended up dying for a second or two. I think they revived him. Um, said one pump. Yeah. One pump <laughs> got him back, one but, pump got him back. but but at the at the same time, he, I, I'm sure he didn't wake up that morning thinking, "Yeah, today's the day." I'm sure that's not what he was thinking. I mean, you just you just don't know when your time is. You don't know what's coming. Um, only God knows. Only God can control and ordain that. Well, and, and you look. Um, I don't know if people are familiar with Crosby, Stills and Nash, the the band or whatever. I I think they're like a folk band. I'm not too familiar with them, but uh, they asked Crosby about heaven. You know, does heaven allow people with tattoos, whatever? And he responded like, I've, I hear heaven is overrated. And he died the next day Ooh. and did not even know um, what was coming. And that's, I mean, I wrote a devotional on this about saying Lord willing, right? If the Lord will allow me, right, plan right, to do. and right. I try to always say that, don't always like if I'm Lord willing. And it's, I used to just say it as a phrase, but it's important to say, if God will allow me to do this, this is what I would like to do. Right. But it's not really up to me what I want right, to do because right. he controls all things like he did with Pilate and for us to presume 
that we have any sovereignty over anything of our lives. And I've had bosses tell me you are the, you control your destiny. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's not so not true. And I think we do the work, right? We do all the work that we're supposed to, that God would have us to do. But ultimately he is the one that sets us on our path yep. where he wants us to go ultimately. Yeah. I hear that too. In, in the business world, you hear people, you're the captain of your destiny or whatever. And it's like, no, you're not. You really aren't. You think you are. You're a fool if you, you think so. You think you are, but you're not. You know, we see this. Um, you see this even with the economy right now. Uh, you see it, you know, we have uh, a, a president uh, in the White House right now that some would say, you know, it, it would maybe be a mistake to have him there but or whatever. Um, He's in trouble right now, too, so I don't know what's coming after that, maybe. But the Lord allowed yeah. him to be there for That's whatever right. reason. The Lord allowed him to be there. Um, here in Arizona, you know, we have all this uh, um, uh, alleged election fraud. Um, I think it really is, but I don't, I'm, I'm not going to go down that path. But um, I, again, uh, the Lord allowed the current governor who, who um, was voted back in November to be uh, sitting in, you know, in the governor's chair right now. And, and you have injustices, you have a bunch of things like Roe versus Wade. I mean, that's, that's a huge one. And it got reversed. And, you know, again, God allowed that. I mean, that, that would be, that would be one that I would, in my mind would think that's never going to get reversed. And it did. And that's and, uh, pretty amazing. And that's a pretty, yeah, it's, it's totally amazing. Um, you know, you have, you have events like divorce, you know, I've had uh, a couple friends within the last couple of years uh, experience this and um, it, and, you know, and it affects, you know, people around them. Um, and you would think, man, that's, that's terrible. Why would God allow that? But for some reason, the Lord did allow it. Um, and, and it, and, and you can't, you can't sit there and say, well, what if this, or what if that, because uh, again, the Lord allowed this. And you're talking about the, the tragic accident back in 2009, four people died. Uh, one of them being our pastor and his, and his son, and, and two good friends. And, and it was, it was a, it was a horrendous day. I was there. I was one of the first guys on the site. And, um, I don't know how to, I, I don't know how you can justify that. There's no way to justify it really, but, but the Lord ordained it. He allowed that tragedy that day. And, and it's, it's a difficult situation. It's like the book that we're talking about, you know, you have to trust God even when life hurts. Um, and, and, and life, life is going to, it's going to bring some curveballs like that. It's, it's, there's going to be times where where man, some bad stuff happens. And I would just, I mean, I think part of that, uh, God's sovereignty and trusting in that, as I think when injustices happen to us, we feel like they should be righted here and now. Um, and they will be, but not in our time and maybe not on this earth, but they will be all injustice will be righted. Um, but we look at things and we're like, how can this be allowed to happen? Right. How can this, you know, old woman get robbed and beat up in the street and left for dead? How how is right. God really in control? And we look at these sad things in our society and we have all kind of video footage of everything and you see tragic things happen on camera and you're like, how, you know, you see these crime sprees, people stealing from Target, nobody's stopping them. Right. And we're like, how, this doesn't seem like God's in control. Like, how can he be controlling these things happen? Um, but he, he is, it doesn't change the fact that he is. Um, but I think when, when injustice happen, we need, we as humans want an explanation. Yeah. But God understands all things. Yeah. And we don't understand all things. Right. 
And it's so hard for us to wrap our mind around and, these, and things, these events. Yeah, and we're not owed the explanation. We're, we're not owed anything. Because we're know? not just. No, right? no, we're not. We're, we're not. justice on a one-way one street, right? We want it for us, but when it's our turn, yeah. you know, I want mercy. You know, yeah, I want I'm, God's grace. My, my, my oldest son, Freddie, he, um, he tore his ACL, I think it was his sophomore year. Uh, and it was interesting. It was uh, right around Thanksgiving because we were having the, um, uh, the alumni game. And so he tore his ACL, and so he's out of here. And then the very next season, he's ready to play basketball. And he plays, I think, I don't remember, one or two games in. And again, same knee, tore his ACL again. And you think, why? You know, and there's all kinds of things you can speculate. At the end of the day, we don't really know everything, you know, what God's working around in the background. Um, but you just have to, you just have to trust. You just have to bend the knee and, and trust him that he knows best what he's doing. Amen. Even though... Yeah, I, I mean, I'll be honest. I had my Achilles blow out, and that was no fun. I mean, it was painful. I mean, I was out for, for a long time. I got into a little funk of depression, and, and you know, but the Lord ordained it. He allowed it in my life for some certain reason. Um, you know, maybe it was because, um, you know, I think it was around that time when Jeff started coming to the church, and he was there to encourage me. So maybe it was, I don't know, some kind of connection there. I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, maybe one day when we get to heaven, uh, we're going to find out all the different angles that are going on and how God was working in the background and working all things together for good, mm-hmm. like, like the verse says. Um, and so we're going to take a, a quick break. Uh, uh, and uh, when we come back, we're going we're gonna to talk about uh, uh, how God, uh, his, ultimate, uh, his ultimate goal is to please himself. And this is, this is what he does. And we're going to read from scripture what this looks like. So we'll be right back. Hello, I'm Pastor Kevin Shaw. Are you or someone you know dealing with the agony of an addiction? You can't change what you do until you let God change who you are. Freedom at Last is a discipleship ministry of Northwest Valley Baptist Church in Glendale, Arizona that applies the life-transforming principles of the gospel and Christian growth to the problems of life-dominating sins and addiction. All of this happens in an atmosphere of love and accountability. Please join us. For more information, please visit us online at GetVictoryToday.com. That's GetVictoryToday.com. And we're back. And so what I want to, I want to talk about now, I'm going to go through some verses again. We're going to have another Bible drill here. I've mm-hmm. uh, got a bunch of verses here. But um, um, God, God does what pleases himself. He brings himself glory, and this is what he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, a minute ago, you were talking about Job. Um, and Job 42, 2 says, I know that you can do all things and that no purpose of yours can be thwarted. Um, Psalm 115.3 says, Our God is in the heavens and he does all that he pleases. Uh, Isaiah 14.27 says, For the Lord of hosts has purposed, and who will annul, annul it? His hand is stretched out, and who will turn it back? Isaiah 43.13, And henceforth I am he. There is none who can deliver from my hand, I work, and who can turn it back? Oh, I think that was the same verse. Is, it, is that that's a similar verse? It's not the same. Yeah, verse, it's though. not the same. Interesting. I and thought, I, and I mean, I, I think back to I had a German Shepherd mixed with the um, I don't even know. He was like 80, 75 pounds or so. He's a big dog, and uh, my buddy was parked outside, and he went outside, and uh, the his license plate caught the edge of my dog's chest, and my dog just walked and bent it all the way back because he's a big dog. And I think of that, like he, he ran into something or he wanted to go. He just went, nothing stopped him from, because he's a big dog from going. And even more so, I think of that of God where this world will call him sky daddy, call him these irreverent names, not knowing that he 
will will ultimately be done and they have no idea who he is right. and that he does what he pleases. Amen. That's But that's that and that's the beauty of it, right? Because that's the God that we can trust. Amen. That's the God that we can trust. Um Isaiah 46:10 declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times things not yet done saying my counsel shall stand and I will accomplish all my purpose. Daniel 4.35, all the inhabitants of the earth are accounted as nothing, and he does according to his will among the hosts of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth, and none can stay his hand or say to him, what have you done? <laughs> uh, Ephesians 1.11, in him we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. Uh, and so again, it's just it's, this is the this is God, and he, he does what pleases Himself. He he has His way, and His ways are much higher than our ways. Our, our ways we're 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 very shallow. I mean, because we just perceive the world as we see it and what we know, you know, around us. Um, God knows everything. Well, and I think many times we are motivated by ulterior motives, right? We're, we oh, yeah. have different reasons for why we do things, or want to do things, or how we want to be perceived, right? Or how we want to be looked at or judged. Sometimes it's a fake persona, and we're, that's not even us. Uh, where God is just holy, and his ways are always perfect. Um, yeah. Where our ways are perverted in a lot of ways, according to how we want to manipulate things or oh, what yeah. we really want. Um, and something I think we all fight against of, you know, like, hey, I'm going to be friends with that guy because he can do this for me. Right. Um, instead of saying, you know, instead of doing him for, I just want to be a good friend. Um, and that's God is, he's a great God and he's a good God because Amen. he, and he's pure and his, his ways are always true. And Amen. there's no interior motives. There's no salvation as a free gift. There's no strings attached. Right. So that's a beauty of, of the, of, of salvation. Amen. Um, and, 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 you know, you can trust God because he has a plan for you. Um, God is not the author of sin and evil. He's not the author, but, but he does allow trials and adversity mm. in our lives. Um, in one of our one of our go to verses, Romans eight twenty eight twenty nine, we sort of mentioned it tonight, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to His purpose. For those whom He foreknew, He also predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son, in order that He might be the firstborn among many brothers. And again, it's you know you wonder well why does God allow this you know adversity in my life and trials and you know I'm trying to be obedient and I'm trying to you know. You know, trying to walk with the Lord, and and yet I get this. Um, well, He's conforming you to the image of His Son. He's you apparently have not been perfected yet, and I don't think we're going to ever reach that until we, until we get glorified in in heaven. Um, while we're here on this earth, we still have the flesh to deal with. And it's a spiritual inference, you know what I mean? It, it really is. Everything is to show us how, you know, just the. I would say these are uh, even tonight, right when we get served something that. <laughs> we're like how could you mess up a special that's on the board how could you do that what's wrong with you and i think these are just tests that come our way to say okay how are you going to react to this guy and at the end of the day you know he's a perhaps a lost person going to hell um but we we it's hard for us to perceive that and every day it's just trying to you know just i i call them the spiritual wind sprints of life when we're doing those when you're doing lines in basketball and then when you're in the fourth quarter and you feel great because you've done these, and I think that's how we learn. And Freedom That Last has taught me that too, just the scripture memorization. When I'm faced with that trial, I have to revert back to that, or that temptation, I have to revert back to that scripture or, or to what God's conforming me. So I think like he would think, and not what I would think or what I want to do. 
because what I want to do messes things up. Right. But to see, and that's what he's constantly doing is, okay, it's not what you wanted. I get it, but it's what you need yeah. to be who to be conformed to look like like your father, right. like me. Um, it's like a lot of parenting, right? That's what parenting does. And you'll say you maybe have your friends or somebody say, "Hey, your kid just like you." Well, that's because you've <laughs> spent your whole life conforming him to what you think is right. a decent human being. Right. Um, and hopefully that's a godly example. Right. But just, and even more so a spiritual dad. I and mean, that's the Bible even tells us, right? We do it after our own pride and after our own, why we discipline, but he disciplines because he loves us. And that's, I think that Proverbs, 8, I mean, Romans 8, 20, 29 kind of alludes to that, that he is constantly conforming us to the image of his son. Well, it's like if you want to, um, you know, get into shape or you want to, uh, build some muscle, you go to the gym and you got to work out and you've got to deal with the pain and it's a little bit of pain and agony, right? You know, lifting weights. And for me, it's definitely pain and agony to running. Um, Cause there are micro tears, right? In your muscles right. that have to be rebuilt stronger. But when, but when it comes back, it comes back stronger, right? Correct. And so but it hurts because so, it, it's tears, little tears, you know? So it's like we're building our, our, our faith muscles or our obedience muscles. And so these, these sprints that you're talking about, it's just, they're workouts for us. They're Amen. spiritual workouts for us. And I think Jim Burr talks about that in uh in the book, the the virtues that I'm reading, that uh, I can't remember the title right now, off the top of my head, but it talks about the virtues that we always talk about in uh, freedom that lasts. Um, and we got Ephesians two ten. It says, "For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them." So again, God has a plan for us. Um, you know, when you're when you get saved, it's not you're not saved by works, but when you do get saved by faith. Uh, then, then the works come because he's he's prepared these works for you, uh, that you should walk in them. Psalm one thirty eight eight says, "The Lord will fulfill His purpose for me. Your steadfast love, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the work of your hands." And then uh, I love this verse here, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. I, I realize he's he's talking to the children of Israel, but there are mm-hmm. there are some points in here and some and some um, concepts that apply. Uh, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. And so, so just to, uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just, so I mean, I, I think back when you said God has a plan for you, and I remember starting college, and I don't know if you, you had this, I'm sure when you went to your counselor, they had what was called a map, a master oh, yeah. academic yeah. plan. And you wrote all your classes in and what it would it take to get the 120 credits. Right. And when you're sitting at nine credits, 120 credits seems oh, yeah. way far off. And I look I looked at that. I have to take college algebra, I have to take you know biology, I have to take this lab, all these classes that I felt like there's no way, right? I didn't but this was the path I had to take to get to the end yeah. of that bachelor's degree, whatever. Um, and I know this is a silly example, but that's, I think many times in life, in the Christian life, God has a master academic plan for us and there's car wrecks and deaths and injuries and, um, offenses and all kinds of things that are in there that are part of the plan to get us to where we need to be, to get to those 120 spiritual credits, you know? And I just think of that plan that he has, that doesn't make sense to us but it makes sense to him and he understands perfectly and we question. And that's why I think it's so hard when trouble comes. Um, that's why the, you know, the, the, the books, you know, trusting God, even when it hurts is because can we trust God? Even when we see the things that we see, even when we go through these wind sprints of life, right. can we still trust God? And I think these verses lay like, man, God is, we just have to trust in him that he has a plan and he always knows what's best and will always do what is best according to his will. Yeah. Cause that's, I mean, that's when the rubber meets the road, right? When you have experienced loss or pain, I mean, those, 
that's the hard. That's hard. I mean, it's it's not it's it's easy to have blessing and say, oh, praise the Lord. You know, like Job, right? That's yeah. what Satan attacked him. Yeah, praise the Lord. And then, but man, when you have loss and hardship, um, that's when the rubber meets the road, and so that's when you're that's when you get the real workout. That's the can you trust God in those times? And and hopefully the answer is yes. Hopefully the answer Absolutely. is yes. So so just a quick recap. Um, God is sovereign. That that is a fact. God is in control. Um, God is never caught off guard or surprised, or uh, he doesn't experience like unexpected developments. <laughs> um, God is is not the author of sin, but he allows trials for various reasons, just like you were uh, just explaining right now. Uh, God does what pleases himself. Uh, we are not in control, and others are not in control of me. And that's an interesting uh, point there, because oftentimes uh, we experience adversity or we experience some sort of trial because of someone else's negligence because somebody else did something stupid like tonight you know the yeah. guy he, he you know so Freddy, we, you know alfredo turned into <laughs> chicken parmesan um <laughs> but but we can't we can't look at it like, like a drunk driver right right like that would drunk, hit you right right yeah. right um but ultimately god ordained that it's hard as and difficult i mean there's there's atrocities that happen to kids i know we had the the interview with mike a, a, a while back and he talked about some things and i'm sure he saw some things you know and that, even in a separate interview that he did on another podcast he talked about a baby that yeah that was abused and um and really it, stuck in his mind yeah and, and you look at those things and, and and those are the times where you think really can we trust god i mean a baby a baby you know um but but the, the fact is, this is when you got to go back to the scriptures. You got to go back to the, the word. truth. Absolutely and it truth. says, it says yeah. God is sovereign. He's in control and, and people are not in control and, and other people are not in control of me and you're not in control of yourself. And so you have to remind yourself of these things in your mind because that's, that's where the battle happens. And I think that's, what's important, Ben, too, is, uh, you know, speaking with Rebecca and this, she always reminds me of this is anchor yourself back to the truth. What is the mm-hmm. truth? Cause right now I'm mad. I'm angry. I'm hurt. I'm going to revert back to my flesh and I'm going to go to what I think I know. But if I constantly go back to God's truth and I'm like, nope, you're in control. And I anchor myself to that. I go a little bit further up. Nope. I'm going to go back to the truth and I anchor myself back to that. I think of, you know, when he talks about, I think it's Philippians 4, when he talks about what things are you thinking about? Are they true? Are they of good report? And true and good report is truth. And the things that we think about are not always truth or good no, report. Right. And that's where we get messed up because we start thinking, well, I should be control or I deserve this or I have to have this. And he's like, no, I'm all you need. Right. And I, you don't, I control you. You don't control you. Right. And right. we have to anchor ourselves back to, okay, yes, God is sovereign. God is just, God is holy. God loves me, Amen. et cetera. And, then, and that's one of the reasons I, I like uh, freedom that lasts because it requires Bible memorization. In fact, I got four verses to, to Friday night. I got two to three. I got to break off. I'll be done with unit three, baby. <laughs> you get another ribbon. Wow. Yeah, that's man. good. Yeah. Yeah. You just passed one. Well, I had already been okay. into three for a little bit. So I'm just, I'm finishing it off. And okay. plus I'm, I missed last week. So I'm trying to, you ready you know, to rock. Yeah. So awesome. hopefully, hopefully I'll knock it out. But, um, okay. So back to my list, my recap list. <laughs> sorry, we're, sorry, we're, sorry, we're, sorry. we're almost done. Uh, so we might not like our circumstances, but uh, they are always ordained by God. And God loves you, and he has a plan for Amen. you. Amen. Um, so can we trust God? That's the title of this. Yes, yes, we Absolutely. can trust God. Psalm 18.30 says, This God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord proves true. He is a shield for all those who take refuge in him. Um, you know, and it's not always easy to to trust God. It's, it's, it's not. It's hard, especially... You know, and I want to be sensitive to to these uh, topics that we talk about. You know, there's because there's death, there's loss, there's abuse, 
uh, that happens. And, and, and I'm not saying that that's like easy to go through cause that's gotta be so difficult. Mm. Um, Job experienced that, you know, he, he experienced loss of his, his entire family, I think except his wife. Right. And, 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 and so I, I guess what I want to say is that it's not, uh, it's not that we're just flippantly saying these things or, or taking these things lightly. It's definitely heavy. Um, but the truth is, you can trust God in those circumstances. It's as difficult as it may seem. You can trust God. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. And then I was talking to a young brother that comes to Freedom at Last and he's, you know, he's a teenager and uh, he was struggling with uh, what path he should take and what he should do. And I said, man, this verse is, well, this is my father-in-law's life verse here, the life verses. And I said that my pastor gave this to me when I was 18 years old, and um, I don't know what to do. Right? I don't know where to go. Um, and I think of, I think back to just go back to your story as we close this out. Is um, you told me that you all you sent me a text and just said pray for me. I don't know what you're going through, so I'm stopping. And <laughs> Rebecca's like, "What are you doing? You know, are you sleeping?" Or like, "No, I'm praying." Like you know, because we were in the middle of Taco Tuesday, and um, you know, and then you said something to me, you know, such to the effect of. Um, you know, you're pretty devastated, but you're not without hope, right? And that you knew God ultimately was in control. And that was, I imagine, hard to say. Um, and, I, and then we go back, if we do not trust God, who are you going to trust? Right. right. Who's that hope going to come from? And I think you were devastated, but you were not hopeless. And I think that's important in our lives if we can trust God that we are not hopeless and yeah. we are not without hope. We may be devastated. We may be broken, yeah. but we are not without hope. Yeah, I definitely felt helpless, but it was not hopeless. I Amen. felt, it felt helpless. Like you just, when you're violated, you're just like, Oh, I just, and, and you just, um, and it's weird. I, I wasn't in it. I wasn't angry though. I, I think I passed that, that, uh, the sanctification, that sanctification test. test. I was not angry. I was just in shock. I was like, wow, did it just really happen? Like what just really happened? And I'm just like, cause it's not a regular computer, right? If I lose my computer, uh, I mean, it stinks, but it's not my work. Right. Yeah. And your work's, in it's my life. It's, it's my livelihood. It's your livelihood. So it's yeah. a little different. Yeah. Um, I think put it in context of the, you know, and, and, and it's not a cheap computer either. It's, yeah. it's kind of expensive. Plus then I got to get all the software. I got to get all my, you know, backups and stuff. And it's, it would have been a pain. It would have put me behind like a week or more in my work. And right now I cannot be behind It's I'm already buried, but, um, but God, God knew. And I, I don't know why it worked out like this again. It's just, it's interesting, you know, uh, it got, my computer got stolen for, you know, a few hours and then it got found and it was just, Praise you Lord. know, I'm just, I'm so thankful that the, that the Lord was merciful to me. I, mean, I don't, I don't deserve it. Uh, I, I still don't. And I, maybe one day I'll find out why. I don't know. It's kind of interesting. It was surreal though. It was like a, it was like a dream. <laughs> I felt like I was in a movie, like kind of like, uh, was it, uh, um, uh, what's his name? Jim Carrey. The, what's a movie, uh, where he's like in a movie, like, um, anyway, he's in a movie, in a movie. Yeah. 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 Um, What's it called? I can't remember. Anyway, it just felt like I was in a movie. I felt like surreal. But oh, the Truman Show. The Truman Show. Thank okay, you. yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking like, okay, yeah. I'm gonna sense. go. I'm like gonna be thinking about this all night. <laughs> <laughs> you can sleep. I can sleep now. So, anyway, want to thank you guys for listening to this episode of the podcast. If it's been a blessing to you, would you please do me a favor and hit that like button on YouTube? Be sure to follow us on on Facebook, Instagram, and we will look uh, forward to seeing you on the next episode. All right. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Till next Bye time. for now. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Abundant Life Podcast. We pray you were blessed by today's episode. Please visit us online at AbundantLife.fm. Until next time, may God bless you.